Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in and for housekeeping. We got a new Twilight magazine up free for subscribers to our website. And uh, lots of stuff going on all over the world. We got Larry on the phone down there in the south. Hi, Larry. Hey, Stuart. Um, I wanted to start with this. This is kind of interesting. It's a, I guess, a prophecy. Giants are coming <coughs> to fulfill my wrath, rejoicing at the same time and insulting a voice of many nations on the mountains. Well, I'm not going to get into all that. Uh, I'll, I'll skip that. And I will command evils for the whole world. I will visit their sins on the ungodly, and I will destroy the pride of the transgressors and will bring load the pride of the haughty. Uh, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, evidently a vision or whatever. I'm not telling anybody to believe it, just reading it. The fires of destruction will come at the same time as the holy fire of my spirit. The ravages of war will seem minor when I release the giants to fulfill my wrath. Then he goes on to say, I will take my remnant into another dimension. From there, you will see the destruction of the ungodly. For my anger burns with holiness and righteousness. I have a little trouble with that one uh, because of, remember, Larry, when you were doing your research on the uh, die-off rapture, uh, what was the reason that uh, God did it back in the days of Noah so that the people wouldn't see what happened to their loved ones, Right. That's true. That's why he took out all those that loved him, except for the ones that were going to go through it. Uh, he took them out in one year, according to uh, uh, Book of Jasher, and uh, they all died so that they would not see what happens to their loved ones in the future. Yeah, that's this is the, what makes me wonder about this. But anyway, he's talking about the giants, and the giants are coming, he says, at my command. And, uh, and then he says, seek me with all of your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Follow me so I can remove you from earth's time dimension. That's an interesting wording. And uh, yet still see the destruction of my enemies. Well, again, um, you know, most people have family members that would be considered by the Lord as enemies. Uh, that are not uh, in favor of Christianity or really want much to do with it. So I question that one. He says, what military would tell its enemies when it's going to attack? So, too, is my return kept hidden from all. For the exact unexpected moment will be when the Father decrees it. I thought that was kind of interesting anyway. Uh, what, do, what do you think, Larry? I mean, we've thought about the rapt, uh, the giants being uh, brought back. Well, I've got some stuff, and we can go to it whenever you want to, from uh, Michael Sala and uh, Barry Rothman talking about the giants that they removed from under the uh, pyramids. Or not the pyramids, the uh, 
<clears throat> ziggurat in Iraq. Yeah, let's get into that now because it's kind of, and here's another headline, Nimrod's return. They're talking about the return of Nimrod. He is the father of rebellion, uh, pedophilia, lesbianism, gay, bisexual, transgender, the founder of Babylon and gatherer of the spirits and grandfather of idolatry. He will force the world to bow to the above character, blah, 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 blah. Antichrist or Nimrod, will he be Antichrist or does he just have the spirit of Antichrist? Kind of interesting. Yeah, go with what uh, what you've got. Well, kind of interesting. Uh, recently, Barry's done a lot of work working not with Michael Sala and uh, some of the whistleblowers, but uh I guess you could say dovetailed into their information. You know, he's he's interviewed some of the whistleblowers personally himself and really got a rather interesting and one of those is that Andrew Basago who claims he is a uh time traveler. Mm-hmm. And uh matter of fact, just mentioned to him real quick, uh Michael Sala released information October third, twenty twenty two uh, talking uh, with Andrew Basago of being a part of the Jumpgate missions to Mars and cor- uh, corroborating NASA images of Martian life. And uh, Basago said that uh, there are Martian humanoids, but they're predators and live on the surface, and said one location on Mars was the site of dilapidated buildings uh, and an underground facility so you know you've done research on some of that data yourself yes and and then what's interesting though uh some of the most recent information and of course you know i've shared with you on the program and i I believe uh john uh van deventer was with us when we talked about this and by the way for people if just want to know uh john van deventer we were going to have him on tonight as a guest however uh, he just released his Relics 3 Lair of the Ancients, and it's out on Amazon, and you can order it from him from his website, relicsbook.com. And at the same time, the only reason he couldn't be on the show tonight, he's up against a hard de- deadline this weekend writing his second youth novel uh, with the youth series that he's got going on. So he was in a jam. He just didn't have the time. and. Uh, he's under the guns, and so we didn't get to have him. But I think he was on with us when we talked about some of the stuff that was brought out, you know, during the Iraq mm-hmm. War that removed and all. Well, here's some new information. <clears throat> Not really new, but it's later information. And, boy, this stuff's really – it's incredible if it's the truth. And, you, you know, you you spoke about the Giants, and that this is just incredible um, listen to this. Listen to this information. And, and this information also dovetails. I don't know if you remember it, Stuart, but years ago, and I think I've shared this on your show before, uh, that I talked about a hall of records, uh, yes. you know, found in Romania, and yes. also uh, Radu Sinemar and a Peter Moon. And I read some of Peter Moon's books and data, and he was really shown as an insider a lot of stuff involving Tibet and the mountains, and then that all kind of dovetails into that Russian uh, explorer and researcher Ernst Moldeshev and Klaus Dona and all of that involving giants. So listen to this headline, though, because this this actually comes from the information uh, out of Iraq and the Iraq war. And, you know, you you and I have talked a number of times how – uh, the weapons of mass destruction was a little anemic for that war. Mm-hmm. But but that being said, listen to this. This is headline stuff now. That uh, This is from Michael Sala. He said, seven sleeping Anunnaki. Now, that's what he calls the, the big ones. Uh, right. And, and pe- people can call them anything they want to. Nephilim, Anunnaki, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, says this is what his title says: Seven sleeping Anunnaki scientists are awakened that were sleeping in stasis. Now that that reminds you, and we've discussed this before about Moldeshev, who was allowed to go to Tibet 
China allowed Moldeshev, who's a Russian researcher, in. And remember, uh, the uh, monks prepared yes. him and then took him deep underground under a mountain, and he he went into a, a underground chamber where he he didn't know what you called them, but they had what you call the elongated heads, you know. And they were giants with elongated heads, and they were. He said they were not dead, but they were not alive. It was like they were uh, suspended animation of some type. Uh, but he said you couldn't even get close to them. It literally give you a stroke. You would just literally die because of a a force field, as he called it, or an energy field. Yeah. Okay. With yes. that being said, we'll go back to this title. It says seven sleeping Anunnaki scientists are awakened, sleeping in stasis. Said also 12 scientists left by the departing faction of the Anunnaki. Said a giant king in stasis. Now, when you when you say that, that means they call it sleeping. Uh, right. It's probably more. It's probably more like uh, suspended animation. You know, says in a chamber in Iraq uh, to be found under the Sumerian city of Nippur. N i p p u r. People can search mm-hmm. it the capital of the Anunnaki space fleet, and uh, said buried and hidden also was a stargate and portals involved, and said the Bush administration and war against Iraq was about the Anunnaki giants and the ancient technology. And also, he released information that it was also about unexpected tree of life ancient information. Now, that's a that's one we haven't heard before. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we've got to watch, but I want to give a caution here to our listeners, though. You, you want to be cautious because when you, you know, you go into the search research like Michael Sala, sometimes you can get a little overwhelmed by the deception that's built into all of this. Yes. And so with that being said, I'm not going to go any further into just warning anybody. I'm saying be aware of deception in these end times. And so what's interesting, Stuart, uh, and I did some research, uh, in, in, you know, in Genesis, actually, because here's a headline that goes along with that. says this is one he put out November the 1st, 2022, in a video. says, reco- listen to this really closely. I'd like your opinion. says, recovering stolen seeds from a tree of life and the activation of a sleeping giant in Iraq, a giant in a stasis chamber, was a king in ancient times. Now listen to the title, Stuart. Listen to the title that, that was uh, <laughs> apparently inscribed on the... Uh, remember, remember that they brought out all those... Uh, I don't know whether you call them a sarcophagus y- yeah. or if you call them a stasis chamber, but now they're saying they were chambers. You know, a lot of people said giant caskets, remember? Yeah. Uh, that yeah. they brought them out that were huge. And, and, uh, and anyway, you know, the old story was when this happened... Uh, the real-time story was they flew all this loaded and fuel, flew all this stuff back to America, but you and I have talked, and we know that wasn't exactly where it went, that there were prepared places <laughs> waiting on this stuff, mm-hmm. including pe- including people to work on it. But anyway, listen to what was inscribed on this one. The, the, this Sumerian king was inscribed with the title, The Lord of the Good Tree. The giant king. What do you think? Wow. Well, Lord of the Good Tree. I guess if you were looking at it from the occult perspective, the knowledge of good and evil is the good tree. Uh, Whereas the Bible says the knowledge of good and evil is the cause of all the problems humanity has. So I guess it depends on your perspective. Lord of the Good Tree. Uh, Yeah. Boy. That's kind well, of. Uh, I, I did. I did. I did a little research. I, I went back and researched a little bit in Genesis, and and you know looked at where. Uh, and, and when when we talk about Genesis, I don't want to be here long here, but I wanted to mention this. Uh, remember, Stan Dale did an expedition, and I've been putting it on my blog a little bit at a time, and a, a link where people can look them about his research in in the Garden of Eden, but he did Mm -hmm. an expedition, personal expedition in uh, Africa, 
and he wanted to prove that the uh, garden, the, the original biblical Garden of Eden, really did exist, that it was real. And he went yes. back into there, and if you'll remember, I don't know if you remember it or not, but I saw the uh, presentation he did in, uh, I, I think it was uh, Denver, Colorado. I, I can't remember now. But, you know, I saw it, the whole presentation on, on video, and this has been some years ago. And, and as a matter of fact, so many people laughed at him that he didn't, didn't talk about it no more. I think we, we talked, I tried to bring it yes, up sir. in one of the interviews we did, and he didn't really want to talk about it. But he actually found a, an escarpment, or, or rather a, uh, a high place in, uh, I can't pronounce the Noguru or something like that, plateau. And it's a place you can't hardly get to. The place is surrounded by volcanoes that are active on and off, mm-hmm. and it's a high place, and it's right above all the rivers that, biblically, you know, it talks about the rivers that flow from the garden and and how that all of this existed. Now, I know there's a lot of contention. Some people think that it was maybe the gar- the real Garden of Eden was maybe in a spiritual dimension or in a, another dimension, and then some says, well, a physical place, but it's gone now. And, and of course, uh, we can't argue all that, but... Interestingly, he found that the people that lived in this place, that the water was like a water of life or something. He said the people lived way over 100 years old or more. Everybody did there. The longevity was just unbelievable. The health was good on all the people living there. There was like miraculous things occurring on and off. Of course, that's their legends. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said it was a very, very unusual place, and he, he you know, he kind of surmised, I'll put it that way, that uh, Eden was on this plateau, and when uh, Adam and Eve were driven out of the garden, that the volcanoes became active, you know, and yes, so could, actually yeah. prevented any prevented anybody human back into that place, uh, you know. So, so I, you know, I can't argue with that or or really support a lot of that. It wasn't my research. But what I wanted to get at was uh, I went back in Genesis and began to research a little bit. And, and of course, uh, you know, God created Adam and, and you know, or made mm-hmm. Adam. And and then Eve was uh, made from the rib of Adam. And they were in the garden. And then there's those trees in the garden. And, and something I noticed, because... What come up in this thing is recovering, listen, this is, you know, he says, recovering stolen seeds from a tree of life. And, you know, I got to looking and it said that God commanded, you know, Adam and Eve, you know, the only trees you can eat the fruit of is fruit that ha- that bears seeds. And, you know, I don't know if you remember reading that, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. he restricted them simply, you just eat fruit that bears seeds, and that's permissible. And... Of course, the tree of uh, knowledge or whatever, uh, good and bad, good and evil, uh, you know, they partook of that. And God said, okay, you got to live. I'm paraphrasing, of course. Uh, he said, uh, you got to get out of here because if by chance, you know, now that you're corrupted and, and you're in this new uh, paradigm, if you will, as, mm-hmm. as humanity, he said, uh, you've got to leave in case you eat of the tree of life and live forever in this fallen shape, you know. Yes, that's right. And so anyway, they was ran out. But what what struck me, though, is really interesting because, uh, you know, I told you I'd talked to someone that knew about a lot of this stuff being brought out, and, and there was everything was prepared. In other words, when we went to war with Iraq, the recovery of all of this stuff was already prepared. Not only was the place built and prepared to receive all this stuff, but so were all the scientists and the people, the the linguistic experts, the language experts, blah, 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 blah. They were already there waiting on it to arrive. And, you know, I've shared that inside information yes. with you. Oh, yeah. And what's yeah. so interesting is is now we're, we're being told that there were stolen seeds of some things and activation of, gi- of giants, sleeping giants. Now, now, Stuart, I know, you know, Stan Dale, I asked him really pointedly on our show one night, I said, okay, when you talk about the arrival, are you talking about them only arriving, on, uh, you know, from space or, or from wherever they come from, 
or are you talking about a, uh, a simultaneously them arriving on the surface from below the earth, also mm-hmm. coming down? And he said it would be simultaneous both. You know, he said that yes. on the arrival, that they're going to not only come up, they're going to come down, which means Red Elk's, Red Elk's information was probably pretty accurate. Oh, I believe it probably is. And, you know, with what they found in Antarctica kind of confirms all that, that this is part of this delusionary thing that the God, that God said, I'm going to cast down upon the human race. And it makes total sense to a person who, doesn't really believe in the Bible, uh, that, uh, you know, the universe is a huge place, so it must be teeming with life, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, whereas the Bible more or less says it, it doesn't really talk about it that much, but uh, it does say that planet Earth is the final turf war and a spiritual war uh, between Christ and Satan. And that humanity basically has rejected the concept of Christianity. Uh, even the Christians have rejected basically the the most fundamental parts of the of Christianity, uh, and have denied what Jesus Christ had to say about it. And uh, so here we go. And the arrival is going to be, I think, the apex of all of this. When they come down, it'll be the new golden age of the gods. And I believe that's what uh, Sala and the rest of these people are actually exposing and bringing out. It's going to be extremely real, folks. It's not spiritual in nature. This is going to be physical. This is of this world. And the arrival, even though they may come from another dimension, which is what I believe, and they pose as extraterrestrials, it's going to be part of the strong delusion. For the, uh, if you go into Thessalonians and read what it says, it is a delusion. And God says it's going to be an extremely effectual delusion. In other words, it's going to do what God sends it to do. And it's very scary why he does it. Because he says right in there, it is to damn to eternally damn all those who embrace these visitors. And the more we read about Sala and the uh, Stargate and all of that, which I believe is probably very real, we went in there for some reason, and Sala was one of the first ones to uh, speak about the Stargate. And that was one of the reasons they went in there was to get a hold of the ancient technology, which I believe they, they have, and uh, teleportation and all of that. I can remember when I was flying for the General Electric Company, one of the lead scientists, who they used to come up and sit in a jump seat and talk to the crew, and we learned early on that, uh, you know, open your ears and close your mouth, and we heard all kinds of stuff. And one of the scientists said that they were working on teleportation and had successfully done it. Uh, So that was years ago. I'm in my 80s now, and I was uh, practically a teeny bopper when I was hired for General Electric in their aviation department, which at that time was really basically an airline. They had their own airline. And uh, this stuff is real, and they are very far advanced, far, far more than we would ever expect. In fact, I think some of this miracle stuff is actually just high technology. And Stan, we've had him on the show a couple of times where he has mentioned uh, the, the high technology and how all of this works. And... Uh, People, it's so far above our heads that it is going to seem like uh, miracles from the gods. So Sala and the rest of these guys are, are really exposing the strong delusion, and they don't realize it. But just because it's a delusion doesn't mean it's not real. 
it is going to be more real than you and I when this thing happens, when the arrival takes place. Uh, this is going to be so real that the vast majority of the human race is going to embrace it anyway. What do you think, Larry, about that? Oh, I think you're right. And, and uh, you know, when we talk about all of that, you know, Barry Rothman has been involved heavily with, <clears throat> you know, we talked yes. about the uh, Torah Code. And, by the way, uh, you know, one of his Torah Codes talks about Greg Bear, the uh, sci-fi writer, and mm-hmm. the, the book Slant, and that act, that's actually in the Torah Code. And I, most people may not know Greg Bear, but and I've read some of his books like, uh, uh, let's see, what is it, uh, The Hammer of, Hammer of Space or something like that, The Hammer or... Uh, Thor's hammer, or I believe it is. But anyway, but, that's yeah. about a uh, yeah, you know, that's an old one. But Greg Bear just passed away uh, a couple of weeks ago. I just found that out and put it on my blog. And it's so interesting that Barry Rothman. Here's the headline: November the third, just not long back, 2022, an update. He said they are here, ETs and abductees and hybrids. They're here. And then he goes into talking about, you know, his signal from the future, time mm-hmm. travel, Greg Bear in the book and the rock and, you know, all of this stuff. And I think basically that Torah code laid out that we are in the end times and there's just no way around it. Yeah, I was watching the uh, newer version of V, where the uh, reptilians in their gigantic UFOs come to Earth. And all the buzzwords, all of this is laid out, even the vaccines and how they were going to vaccine everybody, a cure-all type of thing. And, uh, of course, it was meant to depopulate and kill off everybody so that they could take over the planet. Uh, A lot of this stuff is uh, very, very real. I don't know if you guys out there have seen the movie um, Arrival. Remember that one, Larry? Oh, yeah. They were actually doing terraforming. (laughs) Yes, which is what's going on right now. And a lot of people have suggested, I can't say a lot of people, but some have suggested that this terraforming that's going on is not for humanity. It's for the hybrids of humanity. They aren't going to be humanity anymore. They're killing off humanity. Satan doesn't want humanity around. This is a turf war. He wants his planet back. And it's a war between Christ and Satan. And the vast majority of the human race will opt for Satan. And we can see it coming. We're getting into this uh, deal of uh, digital wallets digital currency away from cash a total control situation and they're tying it to health they're tying it to a passport now they're starting with an international passport and it's really you got to prove you've been vaxxed that you have taken the uh, the jab all right now tie the jab right to the currency and tie that directly into total control because that's what it's all about, total control. Satan would love to kill off the vast majority of humanity. Think of the Georgia Guidestones. Seven billion people dead. That's what they want. They openly announced it. That's what the Georgia Guidestones were done for to openly announce to humanity, we're going to kill off most of you people. Now, go to the World Economic Forum. Klaus Schwab and Harari, or whatever you want to call him, they're openly now saying, we have been so successful, we have been given divine powers to rule the world. They're coming right out and telling you, and nobody does anything about it. Virtually nobody. 
when it comes to the world population, you've got a handful of people that are raising the alarm. Otherwise, nobody's paying any attention to them either. Why well, couldn't be possible? Can't be true. Right out of the horse's mouth. We are divine. That's what they're coming out with right now. They're saying it openly. We are the divine rulers. That's exactly what the book of Enoch said they would say. Gods. We are gods. While evil is multiplied among them. What's the evil? The termination of all non-gods. Just like a communist. What's peace to a communist? All non-communists are dead. That's peace to a communist. People are, it's, it's just amazing, Larry, what's going on right under everybody's nose, and they don't even know it, and they mock it and laugh at it. Well, that's going to be 100 years away. No, it isn't. Folks, wake up. It's here already. Just like Larry just said, the aliens are here already. They've been here probably for at least 50 to 60 years. They have integrated themselves. This is a setup. Satan wants his planet back. And we have a lot of human dupes that are going along with it, including Harari, including the World Economic Forum, including mass media. They're all Satanists. They probably don't know it, but that's what they are, because they don't even believe in Satan. They don't believe in Jesus Christ either. All I can tell people is if you do exactly what Jesus Christ ordered you to do, which was seek, ask, knock, strive, labor, and continue until you find the truth, if you would do that, you will run directly into the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the King of kings and the Lord of all lords. And he is coming back. And all of what you're watching out there on planet Earth is a hoax. It's real, but it's a hoax. You're, you're Satanist. It's, the whole thing is a scam. And now they're laying out another pandemic. They're telling you. They're going to do it. It's going to be worse than the last one. Far worse. Lockdowns are being advanced you know, along with mandatory vaccines. Killing vaccines. Hybrid vaccines. Just like back in the Garden of Eden. Whatever it was, they say fruit, whatever, do not eat from that tree of the knowledge of good and evil. I believe that was a DNA-altering situation. And um, we had a triple strand. We were created with a triple uh, strand DNA. And when we ate of that fruit, we went to a double-strand DNA. And we don't know exactly why only the World Trade Center is standing with Obama's We Return, We Come Back Stronger, uh, all of that. Whether that represents they're going to eliminate one strand of our DNA or whether they're just going to change one strand of our DNA. But we will be a hybrid. We will no longer be human. That's why they brought the Twin Towers down. The Twin Towers represented our double helix, DNA, your book of life. And everybody that took the jab, if they were lucky, they got a placebo and nothing happened to them. But if they were not lucky, they are now in the process of being changed into a human, and many, many, many of them are dead and dying because they can't make that radical transition. So it's killing them. I believe it was a cult shot. And they're doing this very, very intelligently. You cannot fault the intelligence of these leaders. They're extremely stupid as to what they're doing, but they're extremely intelligent as to how they're doing it. Let me word it that way. And the human race is falling for it. You don't see much protest anymore. They just comply. 
Kiss my black boot. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You didn't do it fast enough. Boom. You kill them. you got to understand something about these people. They have no love. They have no mercy. They have no compassion. And that is what they're trying to do. We're learning now more and more and more from the scientists and the doctors that one of the things that this thing does is kill love. It kills empathy. It kills compassion. They have to do that in order to bring about the world they want. Insects have no compassion. Reptiles have no compassion. You and I cannot embrace their thinking. They could care less. I've said it before. They have an agenda. That's the only thing they have. They don't have any compassion. They could care less. And that was shown in the movie, uh, the latest movie, V. In fact, a good uh, towards the last end of it, it was about that very same, same thing. And any of the uh, reptiles that showed any compassion or any mercy were eliminated because that's not what lizards do. Well, we got a lot of snakes. Got a lot of snakes out there in human flesh. Believe me, it's true. And uh, these, these people are on the fast track to eternal ruin. And the problem is they don't believe it, and they will not believe it until they are sent there by God's angels. And it even says that in the book of Enoch, how the rich use their money to control the world, and how at the end they're taken down to eternal ruin by the angels, by God's angels. These people are sick. I mean, they're really, really sick. They're insane. Our world leaders have grown insane. And uh, I don't know. What else you got, Larry? I could go on and on for that. <laughs> well, that's, that's, yep, they're insane, all right. And I guess America's full of them. I don't know. Uh, have you, I don't know anybody that's got a truthful answer out of the United States government in years. Do you? No. No, they don't know how to do anything. The truth is not part of their agenda. They lie continually about everything, and that's the other thing people can't understand. Well, my government said, so it's got to be true. CNN said they wouldn't lie to us. MSNBC said the, the vax or the jab was fine. It was safe and effective. Well, well it depends on what your position is. If I'm a rich man of the earth and I have developed an mRNA jab that kills off people, it is safe for me, and it is uh, part of my uh, culling agenda. So it's effectual. It's killing people. That's what I wanted in the first place. I wanted them dead. People just can't believe that this kind of stuff is going on. Well, you don't spend millions of dollars building a uh, Georgia Guidestone, carving it in granite that you want to eliminate 7 billion people from off the planet, why would you do that unless you meant it? You see, this is what it was all about. They meant it. So now the time has come when they are going to do it because they blew up those Georgia Guidestones. Kind of like going up on uh, Mount Sinai and uh, breaking the tablets. That's what they did because the tablets of Georgia Guidestones had the Ten Commandments of humanity. Not God, humanity. Killing millions of people. And the state of Georgia promoted it. And people went along with it. I'm telling you what, folks, humanity's sick. Real sick. I mean, awfully sick. And God is going to eliminate 90%, if not much higher, of humanity, just like he did in the flood. They have rejected God. What was that uh, deal on the golden mirror that they found? 
Remember, and they were kind of rejected Adam and Eve and said they were nuts, basically, if I remember yeah, right. Yeah, that, that, that was really interesting. That that belonged to one of, the, one of those during the Adamic times, and it was prior to the flood, and uh, it, it resembled, I've even got a picture of it somewhere. Now, the guy, you know, Jonathan Gray that researched that and had all that data and uh, he was going to do a, uh, a video, a DVD on that that whole subject, and he suddenly passed away, so he's gone. But uh, well, that's what. Uh, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Well, oh, I was, was going to say it. Say... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you go ahead. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, you know that that was uh, technology similar, I suppose, to an iPhone, but probably but it operated on frequencies and uh probably a better uh a better iphone made before the flood than the ones we've got now after the flood uh but i know people don't believe any of that but interestingly there was photographs on there vehicles that they used to drive around in uh there was uh uh people dressed in clothing and um, just like today, basically, but it's, it's different, but like today. And one of the things that was interesting was the fact that they mocked Adam and, and any of those that were after Adam uh, because one of the things that uh, they found out was Adam had a glow about him. And, and the, the early ones, the early Adamic race, the glow slowly uh, evaporated, I guess you could say, or dimmed. And yes. they lost they lost powers that they had originally, and and so what they had to do, or what you know, but they began to do was create technologies, you know, which was probably shown to them from the fallen angels, uh, mm-hmm. how to, for technology to take the place of uh, the powers that they had, which I believe actually, uh, you know, a biblical, um, you know, there's a, such a biblical thing as teleportation. Uh, yep you know, in the New Testament. And so, oddly enough, probably uh, prior to the fall, uh, there were some that could uh, teleport uh, God's way, if you will, but then they had technology that Satan built that they could teleport probably before the flood. Yeah, well, it says there's nothing new under the sun. So when people laugh at the fact that maybe they had a golden mirror cell phone type that one was found. They said, well, that's ridiculous. Uh, well, no, it isn't, because the Bible says that as it was, so shall it be. There is nothing new under the sun. What was is now, and it'll be again. Uh, people just don't believe the Bible, which is why God is going to destroy them. The Bible's telling you the truth. And that's one of the reasons the governments of the world hate the Bible. They hate Bible prophecy, but they also hate the other things that the Bible has said, like the giants. When somebody at Claus Donor digs up a 25-foot giant, you don't really believe that uh, they aren't tracking that and that they won't come get it and they won't, you know, tell him to shut up. Uh, We've had that before. I had a friend of mine, very, very wealthy man from California, and um, he was building an electric car, and he built a battery that would last for much, much longer than these Tesla batteries. And guess what happened? The government came. He told me all about it. He said, they came. They said, you are not going to build that battery. And you are not going to build that car, period. Do you understand? Bad things happen to people that uh, go too far into things we don't want them to go into. And um, he, he, he agreed that he did not particularly want to die then, so he dropped it. But this is what they do. You have a renegade government, totally out of control, totally satanic, to its very core. They don't care about anything. I don't even know if they have any mercy for themselves or their families. It's, it's incredible what's going on. And they really are all going to die, and they are all, if they do not repent, are going into eternal ruin. When Jesus came here, 
and he told you how to escape, and you mock it, and you say, I don't believe that, then you're, you've co-signed yourself to eternal ruin. doesn't matter whether you believe it. doesn't matter what you think about it. Those who have done as Jesus commanded know that I'm telling the truth. And that's just the way it is. Anyway, here's something for you to smoke your pipes on. Government reports prove COVID vaccination is causing hundreds of thousands to die suddenly every week, and confidential Pfizer documents confirm that your government knew it was going to happen. You get that, folks? You lined up, gave your sleeve to the jab. They knew the chances are it was either going to maim you or kill you. They knew it. This is the kind of government, world government, not just the United States, that they're all involved in. Anyway, uh, what do you think, Larry? <laughs> I mean, I don't, you can warn people, but they don't pay any attention to it. Well, I know, and here's something else that people don't really believe. You know, we've talked before about Anton Johansson and how that, you know, he claimed that Jesus came to him and shared with him about another American Civil War. And, of course, he didn't live in America. He lived in uh, the Finnmark, as they called it, you know, region. Mm -hmm. And so he didn't listen real good, but he said that he was told by the Lord that uh, there was going to be another civil war in America, and that America would wake up in, uh, would break up into certain st- states. Three or four states would band together against the central government and and leave it. And so anyway, here's something I've really found interesting. I was watching the war room. I mm-hmm. guess I'm kind of a nut, you know. I'm, I'm certainly deplorable. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I watched the war room with Steve Bannon, and he had a guy on that I didn't know. Uh, but his name is Professor Larry Schwickhart. That's actually on my blog today if anybody wants to go look at a picture of him and how to spell his name. But he co-authored a book called A Patriot's History of the United States. And, of course, they won't let him uh, – they wouldn't let him uh, publish it for years, blocked him. And as a matter of fact, when he wrote it, it was 2,000 pages long, and he said the pub, no publisher would even publish that because <laughs> they said that would be such a big book, you couldn't ship it, and it would be such a big book, who could pay for it? So they cut it down to 800 pages, and he finally got it put out. But, of course, it's not advertised on any anybody except uh, Getter or War Room or some of that, but it's incredible, and the guy's really smart. I was listening to him, and it's interesting because he brought up the Civil War, and he even told Bannon something Bannon hadn't even thought of, which Bannon thinks a lot. So it's interesting Bannon hadn't thought of it. But this was a Thanksgiving show. It was uh, yesterday. And mm-hmm. uh, this is what he said. I want to mention this. He says he wanted the American people to know. He said there is no more across the aisle. In other words, he's talking about, you know, in you know Congress and such. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no more across the aisle. He said one side or the other has to win this war. And he called it a war. He didn't even say it's this political process. He said this is war. And now listen to what he said here. And I didn't realize this because, and I even know the history, how that uh, Lincoln had, uh, you know, he sent his armies down into the south and, and they devastated the South. They tore up and burned the railroads. They destroyed the cities, burned them to the ground. They destroyed all the factories in the South. You remember that? That's history. Oh, yeah. Yep. And anyway, <laughs> here's what he said, though, and I didn't realize this. He said Abraham Lincoln's failure during that war at the end of it, he says, was to not completely destroy the Democratic Party. He said because now... History has circled around and come back to repeat itself, and now we will have another civil war with the Democratic Party. What do you think? I think it's probably absolutely right, because the Democrats aren't Democrats anyway. They're communists, or worse. And uh, they don't probably, a lot of them don't realize it. They're, you know, they're liberals, what they call liberals or 
progressives. They don't realize that, that really what that is is political Satanism. But they don't they don't understand that. They don't believe that because they just don't believe the Bible anyway. So they're they're walking wide into a wide gate of destruction, and they think it's a golden gate to uh, I don't know what I guess some sort of utopia. <laughs> it's going to be a utopia, all right. But uh, and all of this stuff that they're doing. And they're doing it right under everybody's noses. Here's a headline. Smart cities worldwide being converted into open concentration camps, says a Silicon Valley engineer turned whistleblower. Well, my friend that I just told you about made millions, millions of dollars uh, out in Silicon Valley. And um, he knew all about, he knew um, all these guys. He knew Bill Gates. He knew all of these people. And uh, that was in the infancy of all of it. They're using AI technology to enslave humanity and smart cities and core cities. If you go into the Wildlands Project, folks, you're going to find out that what they do is they want to vacate all the rural lands and force everybody into these smart core cities. They can be even, um, you know, controlled. If you go into a map and watch most of these big cities, what do you find around them? Interstates that circle the entire city. Well, all you got to do then is get people in there and then shut those down. Nobody gets in, nobody gets out. You ought to get into, uh, I did a video on it, it's called Unfriendly Fire. And UN is UN. And uh, they're the ones that are behind all this. Uh, Speaking about something that's going on here is the moon. There has been no moon sighted for Thanksgiving and no moon sighted for today far as I know. And uh, no moon on Thanksgiving, I believe, is a big, big sign. Because the moon actually represented uh, the church. And it was blotted out on Thanksgiving Day, meaning the church is soon going to be blotted out by the Antichrist forces in the next few years. They'll be called the Tribulation Saints. Black Friday, today, no moon. Black Friday is an economic warning. And uh, all this stuff goes by people, and they don't even realize it. And uh, anyway, uh, what else you got, Larry, you want to bring up? I was thinking you were talking about lizards and snakes and how that. <laughs> We got we've got snakes everywhere in our government, and I was thinking how people just don't realize it, and it could be because all these communists are in the government. Uh, they say oh, we're not snakes; we're we're just elongated insects that crawl on our belly, which is the definition basically of a snake. But uh, they lie, they lie, they change their names and lie, and that's all we've got. Whether they're progressives. You know, whether they're fools, whether they're just stupid, they're, well, that's, they're just, they are what they are, right? That's right, and they're in power. And the Lord, I believe, puts them there. I think Biden is a good example of the, the comatose people of the United States. It's not that they're stupid. I used to think they really are stupid. Maybe they are. But I, I want to give them more leeway than that and just say they're naive. It's another form of being stupid because the Bible calls it willful ignorance. And that's why when you die, you have no excuse before the living God because you are willfully ignorant. You are willfully rejecting Scripture. You are willfully rejecting the commands of the Lord. You are willfully accepting the fake preachers, teachers, and liars out there. That's what they are. They're liars. Anyway, gunning for the U.S. 
Listen to this one. Biden administration continues arming more federal agents than members of the U.S. military. Now, why is that? Well, if you go back into the Communist Manifesto planks, it was to give police powers to your social and governmental agencies. And you give them police powers so that they can go out and arrest and even kill people. Let's let's take a look at a violation of some environmental law. Well, they can come arrest you. It's not there. In other words, they're broadening all of this. And at the same time, they're taking powers away from the sheriffs and the sheriff departments and police departments. They're militarizing everything very, very slowly. What do you think, Larry? You were in law enforcement for years. Yeah, and I was told told by a friend of mine, an FBI agent, he said, you're not going to like the new FBI, and he immediately retired a couple of years early, actually, (laughs) but he said, I'm getting out. I'm not going to be a part of it. So, And this is Obama's new army, remember? Obama said that he needed a new uh, military, you know. But anyway, I was going to mention this real quick because, you know, we're watching a situation over in Ukraine. It's getting very difficult to get information out of there. But yes. uh, that thing is about to go critical because of, uh, you know, the new GOP coming in, and they're wanting to look into the Ukraine monies and where it went and what it's all about and this FTX and all of this other stuff. Uh, anyway, Hal Turner, who just put out a lot of that data, uh, here's this headline today, November 25th, Hal Turner. Hal Turner website, cyber attacked and, ha- and hacked and completely wrecked in a well-planned cyber attack. Uh, but he said his radio shows will continue. And so I find it interesting, Stuart, that I went on his site, what's left of it a little bit. He's got a tech guy that added little words at the top you can read. Uh, he says that... Uh, Apparently, these attackers really messed it up and left a message from the Ukrainians, if you will. So it makes me wonder, is this a clue that we're about to see something happen in Ukraine that they don't want out early? Yeah. Remember that vision, and again, it's a vision, so you don't know if it's going to happen or not, around the Dnipro River and maybe even Dinapro the city, uh, a new suitcase nuke or something of that nature was going to explode, and then they would do one over here in the United States. And my take on this is they got to move fast now. People are beginning to wake up. People are beginning to question them. And uh, I don't know. And here's another red alert. New World Health Organization Pandemic Treaty in its final stages will overrule the U.S. Constitution and unleash medical dictatorship, warns Dr. Francis Boyle. And I downloaded it, and he's absolutely right. You remember the protest that everybody lodged when they were going to ratify this treaty? Well, they're back at it. Folks, these people never give up. And they even talk about enforcement, total enforcement. It supersedes the Constitution, they claim, which is a lie, by the way, but you would never know that. Uh, But the Constitution cannot be superseded. No treaty can supersede or nullify any part of our Constitution. uh, But people don't believe that, and they're not because they're not told that. Well, any treaty can supersede the Constitution, blah, blah, blah. No, it can't. Of course, we're going to, we've already gutted our recent Constitution, so they're going to come up with what they call probably the New States Constitution, which is communist to its core. We've lost our nation, folks. We've lost our nation. It doesn't matter if people rise up now to, to, to protect it. We've gone, it's gone way too far. And we've lost yeah. our nation. Yes, go ahead, Larry. Yeah, it's really, we found it interesting in the, the talk on the war room, which I like to watch with Steve Bannon. They find it really interesting that a place in South America called Brazil, there, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people in the streets because they had a corrupted election. America's had two corrupted elections, 
2020 and 2022 and probably getting ready for 2024, and there's not one in the street. Yeah, I know. Yep. Uh, No, the American people are gone, and I don't know what else to say. They've rejected Jesus Christ, and that's the reason. They're truly, folks, doesn't matter whether you're religious or not. That is the reason. You rejected the Lord who gave you the blessings. Now you get all the curses, of which we have almost all of them, except the final one, which is the demise of the United States. And uh, it's just too bad. Anyway, thanks a lot, Larry, for coming on. I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. It's probably maybe our last one for normal times. And um, anyway, you take care. A lot of things are going to change rapidly now. Anyway, good night. Thanks again, Larry. Take care. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.